Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ryan, and indeed I am in the house. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, with our last podcast of the year. So Merry Christmas to all, and know that this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice. It should not be treated as such. You're encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Ladies and gentlemen, today I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. And as we'll talk about more this morning, uh, grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. So we will start to, with this new year, replacing panic attacks with love attacks. And we'll find, we'll continue to practice this, this great attitude of gratitude so we can be more joyful, be more satisfied with our life and know how to, uh, cope with, uh, everything the uh, government is going to start throwing at us. Today, I'm going to talk also about Omicron. Uh, Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA vaccines that are used by both Moderna and Pfizer, has some interesting uh, takes on that, and I'm going to share them with you so you can have some peace of mind going into the uh, holiday season. And I want to share with you uh, Kit Knightley's Off Guardian uh, report. And this report says they are determined to make Omicron variant appear as frightening as possible. That means getting as many cases as possible, which means flipping all the way to the front of the COVID playbook for the pandemic, which was they so brilliantly planned to lock us all up and ruin our economy. The five signs that you have Omicron COVID, the article says, is this, a scratchy throat, fatigue, mild muscle aches, dry cough, night sweats. So I know you are all astute and know that no doubt that you can pick up any of these symptoms of and they are symptoms of every single one of them are of the common cold virus that infects millions of people all over the world every single year. The odds are you've experienced these symptoms at least once or twice in the last year or so. Does that mean you have Omicron? Does that even mean that Omicron even exists? Or is it just a ploy to get you to follow the government guidance? And in the words of the article, order a free PCR test as soon as possible. The government site for ordering PCR tests has already shut down due to millions of requests. And it has been repeated ad infinitum that these tests are scientifically meaningless and return huge numbers of false positives and they've even made it easier now to have a positive test because uh, as Dr. McCullough and Dr. Kaufman have told us that they usually have four markers on the PCR test that have to be there to consider it a positive test for COVID. Now they've knocked it down to three to make sure that the test is positive. 
Oh God, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so that's that's what they, they, they want to do. They want to get us locked down and, and fearful. But Dr. Malone wrote an article that said Omicron could be a Christmas present. And this is his article. The new Omicron variant is causing renewed panic among government officials, and the media could turn out to be quote, a Christmas present, unquote, says the inventor of mRNA technology, as I told you earlier in the show. Dr. Malone had a video interview with World News Daily and explained that while the original SARS-CoV-2 virus settled in the lungs, a study out of the University of Hong Kong, which is still under peer review, is among studies indicated that Omicron is settling in the upper respiratory tract. That makes it more transmissible, but less virulent. In other words, you can get more cases, but it is less virulent, less strong. Consequently, the new variant, which was detected in South Africa on November 25th, could act similarly to a live attenuated virus vaccine, which produces mild symptoms and natural immunity to the COVID. See, the virus comes into our system through our nasal passages and the mucosal of our mouth. Contrary to what the jabs do, go into our muscles and spread the spike protein all over to every organ of our body. When you get COVID naturally, it comes in through your nose and mouth. So Dr. Malone urged caution, noting also that a preprint UK study by the Imperial College of London reporting it is finding no difference in Omicron hospitalizations compared to Delta. Okay, but it is acknowledged that their initial report uh, on hospitalization has limited data. In fact, South African officials reported last week that only 1.7% of identified COVID-19 cases were, were admitted to the hospital in the second week of infections in, the, in this so-called fourth wave. They compared that to a 19% in the same week of the third wave. That was the Delta wave. So 1.7% for this variant versus 19% for the Delta of hospitalizations. Now, this UK study was led by the debunked Neil Ferguson. He's this modeler who uh, told uh, President Trump that we could expect 2.2 million deaths in the first year. He's the one that works for Fauci, Burks, and Gates. He's, been, he's never been right. He's a, he's a disgraced modeler. Malone also discussed in this interview a new study from Ontario, Canada, suggesting that vaccination could predispose someone to a higher risk of infection by the Omicron variant. Quote, if so, that would be a clear indication the vaccine enhanced infection and disease risk that not just I had been concerned about, but the FDA was concerned about. So both he and the FDA were concerned about an increased infection and because of the vaccine that everyone has has got into their system. And there are some cautions about the Ontario data. 
and how it was it, it was collected to be to be on the safe side here. On Monday, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported that Omicron accounted for 73% of the new infections in the United States. That's a six-fold increase in Omicron share of infections in one week. Some areas higher than others. It's 90% or more, the CD estimates in New York area. The Southeast, the Industrial Midwest, and the Pacific Northwest. During his interview, I guess Dr. Malone couldn't help himself. He also commented on the emails uh, of the outgoing director of uh, NIH uh, to Fauci uh, saying that he has to quickly devastate and take down the Great Barrington Declaration. Now, those of you who have been listening to my podcast know that that Barrington Declaration was signed by Real physicians, real scientists, over 1,500 of them. But Collins and Fauci wanted to describe them as fringe epidemiologists, like Dr. Moulton Corridor of Harvard, Dr. Butera of Stanford, Dr. Sinetra Gupta of Oxford. Dr. Malone said that was a lot of ubers for Collins, who doesn't have the training and experience in epidemiology that these three scholars possess. So there's a, that's a collusion thing that uh, hopefully one day will come out. Uh, they just try and disparage anybody that goes against their agenda. And he went on to talk about how lockdowns have done no good, and many studies have proven that. So Dr. Malone told Fox News host Laura Ingram that if you believe in a God, the rise of the Omicron variant looks like an awful lot like a Christmas present. He said that to the experienced vaccinologists, not to the, the political people like Fauci and Collins who are just, you know, that carry a TV camera in their back pocket and along with their makeup. He said that to the experienced vaccinologists, it looks like a live attenuated virus vaccine that you might design for this purpose. He said you're going to, going to have a strong mucosal immune response. And he said this is good as good as you could possibly want right now in terms of outcome. Ingram pointed out that the medical, the political establishment, not the medical, the political establishment and the media are freaking out. They want everything shut down again. So Dr. Malone said, I think they are disappointed with good news. So the reason for me bringing this up is it is not all bad that this Omicron is present We need to continue to have a superior interior, keep our immune system as strong as possible, turn off the TVs, don't listen to all the, all the jibber-jabber, all the negative news, and that you might get Omicron. It's going to be like the flu, but then it may give you a tremendous amount of antibodies, mucosal antibodies, the kind that nature gives you. 
so that you can ward off other variants, unlike the jabs, which only are good for, you know, like 120, 180 days, and then they lose their efficacy. And they are only one, there's only one type of spike protein in those uh, jabs, not like a natural infection. So do you get my point? I hope so, because this is really important to our, our future and our children's future and our grandchildren's future. And, you know, at another podcast, we'll talk about how French scientists did the uh, real good research on this Omicron and came up with a really great study that Omicron is no Delta. Okay, they they just, uh, if you look at their study and their variant, the initial Wuhan, they gave a, a, an index of 2.16, which is quite high. It goes, it's, it's, it's a reverse order. Omicron 3.90. Uh, which means it's, it isn't that strong a variant. The, the, in fact, the Omicron variant was just 30, it was 37% of the Delta. And this, the French scientists said that Omicron should not be of high concern. There is no scientific basis for this hysteria, they said. Okay, because you'll never hear that on the news. Dr. Fantini. There's there's so many mutations in the Omicron. And I, I, I have yet to see an electron microscopic picture of the Omicron. Okay, from what I understand and listening to different physicians speaking that this is all a computerized model. It looks great. I mean, it's really fancy and you watch it turn, you can see it in 3D, but it's all computer generated from snippets of here and there, they find different parts of the virus. So we really, in my opinion, don't really have not seen the Omicron variant as a virus. So what's the conclusion is, is that, um, sorry to say the COVID vaccines do not stop this transmission. And there has been no difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated people. All real world evidence is that Omicron cannot be effectively addressed by the vaccines that are in place now. If you take all the real scientists, not the, not the political scientists, the real ones, the vaccinologists, the virologists, the epidemiologists, the conclusion is that Omicron will not be very transmissible, nor will be really more effective than Delta. Now we may have a lot more positive cases because the, the, the testing we're using is 90% uh, false positive. You know, if you went to your doctor and, and you had, he did a, a cancer test on you, and uh, you say, oh, you're positive, and you went through the chemo and the radiation, you got bald, you, you lost all your sense of smell and everything, they came back and said, oh, now it's negative. You know, the test isn't that accurate. I mean, you'd be really teed off, wouldn't you? And that's basically what this PCR test is. So today is the winter solstice, ladies and gentlemen.
It happens on December 21st, huh? the, the astronomical first day of winter in the Northern Hemisphere and the shortest day of the year. Why is, it, why is it important? Well, here's some facts and folklore from the Old Farmer's Almanac. In the northern half of the Earth, the northern hemisphere, the winter solstice occurs annually on December 21st or 22nd. In the southern hemisphere, June 20th or June 21st. The winter solstice is the day with the fewest hours of sunlight in the whole year. So it is the shortest day of the year. But... After we reach the winter solstice, the days begin to once again grow longer and longer until we reach the summer solstice, and the first day is summer, which is the longest day of the year. So although the, win although the winter solstice means the start of winter, it also means the return of more sunlight. So it's only going to get more brighter from here, but you have to work with this. right? We're going to have a great year next year, no matter what the politicians say. The Christmas holiday is also a recent invention. The early church grafted it onto an earlier Roman celebration. Satumalia. The Romans borrowed it from much earlier societies that celebrated this winter solstice. It's been a sacred time for millennia. The ancients believed that a window opened between the worlds between the solstice and New Year. This is a time when people could walk between the worlds and create magic, when desires placed in motion had special powers, when creative cycles initiated could bear fruit. And what was their symbol? The evergreen tree, because it never lost its leaves, even though it was cloaked in snow. It lived through the depths of winter a reminder of the re, uh, the vitality ready to burst forth in the spring. And there are great energy phrases this time of year, like peace on earth and goodwill to all people. Why are these energy phrases? They call for a connection, a kindness, a compassion that resonates deep in our souls. So now we also make New Year's resolutions, which means we reflect on our lives. We re-examine what we are doing with our lives. We look at all ways in which we've lived, especially this year on autopilot. You know what, though? Your intentions this year, if you are focused, may have extra energy. So formulate them carefully. Get rid of your old thoughts and your old views. Fill them with new and exciting possibilities. Think about your highest possible vision of your potential. We're only living a fraction of our true potential. So in 2022, reflect on what would you do if you knew in advance you could not fail. Think about what your life is going to look like a year from now. Your highest dreams, make them come true. And what would you create if you had no material constraints? In other words, if money, time, and so forth were not a, a problem. Think about that. Think about releasing and not holding back and moving on to a glorious future. 
you can make radical changes this time of year. And what have I talked about all, since the beginning of my podcast? I talked about gratitude. And scientists have discovered that feelings of gratitude can actually change your brain. They've, they've neuroimaging studies, MRI studies can show the molecular structure of the brain changes when we feel gratitude. Feeling gratitude can help overcome mild depression, anxiety. And you know what? Scientists have discovered that, that the heart is involved with all of this. It sends many important signals to the brain. For, for those of my listeners that know about chakras, the heart chakra is the largest chakra. It has the largest radiation around the body. So gratitude is a funny thing. In some parts of the world, somebody who gets a clean drink of water, gets some food, a worn out pair of shoes can be extremely grateful. Meanwhile, somebody else who has all the necessities they need to live can be found complaining about something. So what we have today is what we once wanted before. But there's a lingering belief out there that obtaining material possessions is the key to happiness. Maybe true to some for an extent, but that happiness is temporary. The truth is that true happiness is an inside job. Just like wearing masks is an inside job. Keep your interior superior. And it's hard in this world we live in, constantly made to feel like we're lacking and always wanting more. So they make it really hard to experience, experience actual happiness. Having an attitude of gratitude changes the molecular structure of the brain. Remember that keeps your gray matter functioning and makes us healthier and happier. As I say, it makes you join the 4-H club of happy, healthy, horny, and high. High on life. When you feel happiness, your central nervous system is affected. You're, you are more peaceful, less reactive, less resistant. Pretty neat way of taking care of yourself, isn't it? And there are many studies that show that people who count their blessings tend to be far happier and experience less depression. So does, 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 how does gratitude benefit us? Well, as you know, the researchers will, if they get the grant money, they'll study anything. But the researchers at Berkeley identified how gratitude might work on our minds and bodies. Gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. Gratitude helps even if you don't share it. Gratitude's benefits take time and practice. You might not feel it right away. And, you know, it really is something that's important. Gratitude has lasting effects on the brain. The brain is really interesting and very important. And uh, they, the researchers use this fMRI, which means a functional MRI. They can see your brain working in real time. Okay, they did a, a, a huge study. 
that patients uh, study subjects pay it forward. To pay it forward, people were much happier. And across the participants, when people felt grateful, their brain activity was distinct from brain activity related to others that had guilt or and no desire to help. So what about the heart? You know, your heart sends more signals to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. So this feeling is really a, a product of our brain. Researchers are now discovering that the heart responds during these experiences and that it might actually be the heart that's responsible for sending these signals to the brain. If you have read anything by Dr. Joe Dispenza, you know, he does a lot of work with the Institute of Heart Math. And their work, among others, has shown that when a person is feeling emotions like gratitude, love, appreciation, the heart beats out a, a different message, which determines what kind of signals are sent to the brain. And it puts out a large, and the heart, as I said, has the largest electromagnetic field in the body. maybe extends, extends out about eight feet in, in a really grateful person. So your heart can speak to and influence your brain. And these heart signals actually have a significant effect on the, on the function of the brain. And sometime we have time, we'll go into all this research. It's really, really interesting, you know. Just imagine if, if we use our collective consciousness, if we all thought about ending COVID, about ending the pandemic, if we all had a conscious, time of the day when we could meditate on this and we've got thousands of people to do it intentionally managing our energy to this to this effect because there's a lot of work out there that suggests that our consciousness the human consciousness has the power to be a key ingredient to change our world Groups of conscious people have changed the levels of lakes. There's one study out there during the Israel-Lebanon war that when like-minded people had a similar consciousness, the war changed. It was temporary, but it changed.
So what do we take away from this? Emotions and other factors associated with consciousness have the power to transform our inner world in ways we don't understand yet. And they can actually transform physical and material worlds as well. So psychologists know and they valid, they know that uh, they can change our inner world through healing trauma. Healing trauma, psychologists do a lot of that. Gratitude, empathy, compassion, and meditation. With these, with concentrating on these gifts, we can make our outer world more peaceful. So ladies and gentlemen, during this holiday season, let's have an attitude of gratitude. Let's pay forward when we have uh, the opportunity. Let's reflect on everything positive. Let's look to ourselves and our mindfulness and other techniques to get through this season, through this uh, pandemic. Read books like Dr. Dispenza. Learn how to meditate. And learn how to be grateful. And write it down. So those are my, those are my words uh, for today. And remember, as I've been telling you, your diet is not only what you eat, it is what you watch. It's what you listen to. It's what you read. It's the people you hang around. Be mindful of the things you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Okay, let's try to eat healthy. Don't drink too much, but have a, work on an attitude of gratitude so that you can have a more positive attitude going into 2022. And aim high. You know, shoot for the moon. If you end up in the stars, you're, you're still good. Have high expectations for yourself. Visualize it. Visualize how you want to be next year at the end of 2022. And, and we'll talk about it next year. So ladies and gentlemen, you can join me on uh, Telegram app. Telegram, Dr. Ron, Rumble, BitChute. If you do use Spotify, if you could give me a, a, a rating, that would be great. Stitcher. Any, any Apple, Google, anytime you can click on and give me a rating, I would appreciate it. An honest rating. That would be greatly appreciated. With an attitude of gratitude, I could put in there. So we want to continue bringing this podcast to you with uh, out sponsors so that we can just say what we have to say. And so you can hear information you're not getting on the mainstream media. You're not getting from the, the political doctors that are on television all the time. We can bring you real updates that so you can take control of your health and be the CEO of your own body. You know, with the American Medical Association now completely sold out to Big Pharma, doctors getting penalized if they treat and cure COVID. Can you imagine 
Can you imagine that? Please read Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book. It's huge. And there's lots of citations, I think 2,200. I guess I can't go without telling you about this, huh? The first third of that book is talks about Fauci, the leader of organized crime in this country and Fauci's criminal cabal. Talks about how he has influenced the FDA, the CDC, WHO. How Fauci's leadership has been a complete failure with chronic diseases increasing to 54% of children, up from 12.8% when he took over in 1984. There are a lot of autoimmune diseases that were not present when he took over, but suddenly became epidemic under his watch. Autism, neurological diseases. I guess because people are sick and require lots of drugs, quote from the book is, quote, for this reason, all the drug companies and members of Congress, except for Rand Paul, love Fauci. The book really shows that Fauci is a bad guy, ladies and gentlemen. He's done a lot of bad stuff. And in a real world, he would be fired. And this, you'll read about the corrupt system of allowing dangerous, of how he allowed dangerous drugs to be approved and how he allowed and how he prevented treatment for COVID with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin to be criminalized so that he could get his vaccine out there. These two drugs cure COVID if used early. And the book tells you how they rigged studies to show the opposite. Good book, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm sure he, Biden and, and the people in Washington don't want you to read it. Take a look. And why would they put Robert F. Kennedy Jr. on the disinformation dozen list at number two? I guess because they don't want you to read this book. Because members of Congress did not object to Biden putting Kennedy on this censorship list. So have an attitude of gratitude, read that book because uh, you have to know what's going on to take care of yourself. Thank you everyone. God bless. And we'll see you next year. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, it's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house or when the doctor is in the house and let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house 
doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week